Hey everyone, my online course on the rehabilitation of the fitness athlete with Dan Pope is on sale this week. If you want to work with higher level fitness athletes and help people get back into the gym after an injury, this is the course for you. Head to MikeRandall.com slash fitathlete to learn more and sign up this week. On this episode of the Ask Mike Reinald Show, we talk about performance therapy uh, and how Dave flips oh, like <laughs> The Ask Mike Reinhold Show. Helping people feel better, move better, and perform better. Welcome back, everybody. The Ask Mike Reinhold Show. We're up at Champion PT and Performance up in Boston, Massachusetts. Mike Scaduto, Dan Pope, Dave Tilly, Lenny Macrina, answering all your PT, sports performance, sports medicine, athletic training, fitness, business, and gymnastics questions. Anything you guys want, okay. keep them coming. We, we actually we were just saying uh, last episode got a ton of. We've had so many good questions lately, so keep them coming. The, the questions are have been amazing. So um, head to MikeRound.com and uh, click on that podcast link and you'll see the form to fill it out to ask us some questions. It'd be awesome. So, uh, Two amazing students, although this is one of those episodes where we just got one big question, so we're going to hear from one. But Jan Conklin from New York Medical College. Is that it? Yeah, Seems like it's missing a word. New York Medical College. University of College. Yeah, so New York Medical College. <laughs> New York Medical um, College. Jan, Jan is here. We don't have a nickname yet, but I... It's uh, been a great week, though. She's really... She's, yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> one week since the last episode, which is 30 she's seconds ago. So. <laughs> but yeah, she's doing an amazing job. And then... Uh, <laughs> K-Mac. K-Mac. Everybody knows K-Mac by now, right? Hopefully. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. K-Mac from... Uh, let me see, see if I can get this one right. From... Uh, not Fitchburg. <laughs> Franklin Franklin Pierce University in Southern the, Fitchburg the, University the, from the one in Phoenix, Arizona. Jan, take it away. What do we got? Mark from Michigan and Maddie from Tennessee. Is physical therapy a good option for athletes who are looking to be proactive about protecting injuries throughout their sports career? Do daily aches and pains make the cut for this type of rehabilitation? Yeah, that's kind of a good two-part question which is kind of like it was interesting Weird. we almost had the same exact question in the last like two weeks or so ten days from two from two people you actually both said aches and pains so either someone submitting this with like a pseudonym is that <laughs> Mark, the word? Mark pseudonym? and Maddie yeah my, Mark and Maddie is that a Disney show uh, I don't think so what's the there's uh, something with that's Maddie <laughs> <laughs> I'm still a big Bizarre Vark fan. Although for any Bizarre Vark viewers, the latest season's been really Legend of the Hidden Temple. It's not the same without uh, without Dirk. What's Bentley. his name? Uh, who's the guy? Uh, no idea. Who's the, uh, who's the big Instagram <laughs> I'm far guy? outside my, my uh, expertise I'm a here. big bizarre fark on uh, Disney fan. But anyway, so uh, really good question. So is there a role for physical therapy for an athlete throughout the year? I mean, read it again for me, Jan, because it was a good question. Um, is physical therapy a good option for athletes who are looking to be proactive about protecting injuries throughout their sports career? Awesome. All right. So, so... That's a big component of what we do here in Champion. I would say, I don't know about you guys, maybe we're all like 30. I was going to say we're all slightly different. I think most yeah. of my guys, you would say, are healthy. 
<laughs> most of my people are healthy. Um, they're not, um, you know, necessarily like rehabbing from a major injury or a surgery, right? So, um, you know, it, it all depends. So, um, I don't know who wants to, to start this one. I mean, do you think physical therapy is something that athletes should do to to uh, to maintain or throughout their season? What do you think? Obviously, yes. <laughs> like we do this every single day. It's, it's what we do. Um, one of the things I will say is that at Champion, we're in a really unique position because we're out of network. I got to tell you, probably like 80% of what I do on a regular basis wouldn't be covered by insurance for the most part. Probably a good point, right? You'd probably still bill it somehow, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Yeah. Somebody comes in with, with shoulder pain and we're doing stuff all over the body, right? And an insurance company would probably say, well, we're not covering that. Yeah. yeah. And direct yeah. access too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Direct access without a network. That's true. That probably does help us a little bit because we get to do what we think is best for the person in front of us. For sure. It's right. been amazing. Um, and pretty much we do everything from looking at your exercise technique to writing individualized programs for people that usually have these like nagging injuries that pop up to I write complete programs for people that are coming in. So I pretty much control every variable of their training. And on top of that, we're working on their lifestyle. You know, are they, they sleeping well? What's their, what's their eating like? What's stress like? We're working on everything. And a lot of that is gonna be very valuable from the perspective of not getting hurt in the future, but also just being healthy and not being, you know, a, uh, a patient you know, one year that's wasting healthcare dollars because you're just not fit. <laughs> right. Mike, so with your golfers, right? I would say you might, your population, population of your specific niche more than anything, I feel like we have, we probably have less golfers that come in with like elbow pain yeah. than somebody yeah. that just wants to, to hit the ball further. Absolutely. Right. So that doesn't mean they don't, they have a, it's a very functional goal, but it's very sports specific, right? So what do you think is the difference? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say probably. 25% of golfers that I see come in with a, with a severe debilitating injury and the other 75% wow. what, just what, what kind of injury is that? Oh, that's debilitating to their sports oh, so right, like right. <laughs> when they're ball they're playing the sport. Uh, not, really? not I haven't seen any of these people that's good debilitating for them to play golf right yeah so and what are the other 75% the other 75% just, just want to play golf better so they want to get better at their sport and so we look at things that we can work on to optimize their, their golf game so maybe that's you know, maybe they're lacking club head speed as they get older. So we want to look at mobility, like, you know, range of motion, uh, power, strength, all those things. And we want to optimize that and make it better. Um, it's not necessarily that we're treating a specific injury, but we're looking at the whole body um, and trying to get them better at their sport. And I think physical therapists have a unique role in that because we understand, you know, how joints move well and, and what muscles need to be strong to perform your sport. Um, so I think we have a, like a very unique opportunity to impact these people, um, maybe more so than other yeah, fields. If, if you look at the evolution of even our fields of sports performance, I remember when we got started in baseball, it was still kind of like 50-50 if you, if you should work out, right? Like strength training, right? And there were some of the old timers, the veterans would be like, ah, oh, no, no, you get too big, get too tight. And there was like 50-50 of people that even strength trained. Now, I think we've gotten to the point where I'm, I think about 100%, at least in baseball, I'm sure in most other sports too, although I guess Dave's a little behind, like gymnastics, he's trying hey, to get Dave's not behind. <laughs> well, <good laughs> Dave's trying. Gymnastics <laughs> is a little behind, but like we're seeing that evolution where they're understanding, they, they strength train. I think this is next. 
Yeah. Right. So this is what we this what we 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 started kind of coining this term performance therapy years ago now, and I've actually started to see quite a few people embrace this online, which I'm excited about. It's good. But performance therapy, because when you say physical therapy, everybody thinks you're broke. Everybody thinks you need a doctor's prescription. You need to have an injury or a surgery. But performance therapy helps you kind of enhance your performance. And if you look at the spectrum, right, it's restore, optimize, enhance. And then maintain. And I, I did that backwards for the camera, right? Because I did it for me, right? So let me do that again. Restore. This is this is awkward. Enhance. No, dang it! I just now. I'm all, no. Restore, optimize, enhance, and then maintain over time. So, uh, Dave, you're a good example, right? So, in the gymnastics world, your players tend to have little aches and pains, which answers the question really well. Yeah. We don't want to wait until that ache and pain is an injury, right? Yeah. So, like, so, how, so what's your thoughts on performance therapy to manage aches and pain? Yeah, I think there's a couple layers to it. One is that, um, you know, I've been able to learn from you guys and what you've done with baseball and other sports is that, again, once you understand the goals, the demands, and the common injuries, you're almost trying to, you know what, forecast is a terrible word. You're trying to keep your, like, radar open for this might develop down the road. You know, if you need to do extreme, you know, backbending ranges of motion, but maybe you train so much that you get stiff in your shoulders a little bit over the course of a preseason, well, that might be a warning sign that in season, you're going to put more load on your back and develop maybe a facet issue or something like that. So it's like, I'm thinking about those things. And you and I just had a really good discussion recently about how our, our thought process changes preseason, in season, out of season championship, whatever. And I'm always thinking about that inside of our treatment session when I talk with people. And the layer two to that is that I have found that my role, especially in gymnastics, has, has grown. Even treating the people here, I'm no longer just doing my skills as a clinician. I'm not just like, you know, doing cupping or whatever it is or doing manual strength. I'm, I'm more of a consultant now than anything else. I think half the time that I'm I'm working with people, I'm asking them questions about like, okay, well, like, how's this going in training? Like, is this too much, too little? How are you guys ramping up? When's your first meet? And I think that a lot of the sport coaches are, are enjoying that now I'm communicating with the athlete, with the parent, and I'm relaying back to them what I've seen, and we're communicating back and forth. So I think that especially as you look at some of the research evolving on workloads and also on performance therapy as like a maintenance holistic part of the team, you're seeing that we're no longer just, hey, can you give me these exercises and give me some stretches to do or do things like that. It's like, okay, like, what do you think I should do? I have four weeks coming up that are pretty hard. I have a big meet in two months. How, how can you help me approach that? And I think it's cool if you get a sport coach who's on board with that or an SSC coach who's on board with that and will listen to your opinion. You can put the athlete in the center of the model and it's no longer like this game of telephone down the down right. there actually. I kind of like that. So it's kind of like a combination of us trying to help them with their performance, but us also almost being like a consultant. It's almost like combining a little of the sport science yeah. and the workload management and yeah. stuff because we're seeing how their body Respond, physically yeah. in front of us like yeah. that we can see feel and you Dang, know you're super tight yeah. yeah like like we can see how their body's handling that better so i think that leads in well then to that last bucket which is maintain and i think that's one thing that physical therapy has been really afraid to kind of even get into that world but we started this well i mean our philosophy that we've always had with baseball is that every time you pick up a ball i want you to look like you i want to maintain you and every time you pick up a ball, you're going to get tight and tired. Something's going to happen to you. You're going to, the stress of throwing and the stress of your sport is, is, is quite real. So you're not going to be you afterwards. And our job is to get you back to being you. So that way the cumulative stress doesn't build on you, right? It's the same thing in weightlifting, same thing in golf, same thing in gymnastics. You know, it's, it, it really is the same thing in sport. So we've, we've kind of had this concept of maintenance, right? And a lot of our people will come to us. Maybe they'll have a nagging injury or an ache and a pain, but then they'll stay on with us for maintenance. But we work with people 
for years sometimes. Some of my clients in here, I literally have had for like a year and a half, two years. Because like Dave said, we're like their consultant, we're their workload manager, we're helping them each week get over the stresses of last week so that way they can perform at their ultimate level. And, and on the ache and pain level, I think I have a lot of younger athletes who come in and they're like, you're like this. so to say they had a back issue and it cleared up pretty well, and like anything else going on, I'm like, ah, oh, my knee's pretty sore. You know, like it, it's kind of sore because I'm in season. Like you're immediately thinking like, okay, how can we, give you suggestions like let's do this for a couple of days let's try this for your session like you're trying to like understand what they're saying and not let it develop into something really really more severe sure because if you just like oh like you're fine and then like three weeks later they come back and like no like, my knee's really bad now and like okay right. crap now we're not and you're their go-to resource yeah, exactly. right so then even then, then they go out to college seen them for yeah they go out to college they're going to come back during break and get checked in and you can say like oh wow you know like when you see someone over and over again you know what they look like you know what they feel like you understand what their what their body's going through yeah. right and it changes throughout the course of the of the year right so i have some people again like right after this podcast Podcast, you know, whoever one of the first people I'm going to see, somebody I've been seeing for quite a bit of time. It's been almost two years now, but his goals keep changing because now he's trying to get picked up by teams. He's thrown for showcases, so now it went from you know rehab to build to maintain to manage stress between his uh, outings because he feels better and he moves better and he performs better when we optimize his body. So when we re- we've restored it, but now we're going to enhance it a little bit, right? We're going to work on optimizing it a little. Bit, but then maintain it through that stress. You see how all those spectrums come into play. So, I mean, for me, that's that's performance therapy, right? I mean, that's it's helping people kind of get back to what they're doing, but also then take it to the next level. And man, there, I think there is a huge role for physical therapists to play in this. Much more enjoyable as a clinician too, to not oh. just see people who are like out of surgery. We hear it every day. I mean, it, uh, not just a quick, but like, I mean, we have so much more accessibility to these people than anybody else. I mean, there's doc- they don't want to go to a doctor if they feel a little ache or a pain to quote you. Um, the fact that somebody can reach out to me and I can get them on my schedule so quickly and give them an, a potential answer or some guidance is huge for somebody. And if you can win them over, that is a, that's a client for life. Whether or not they're in high school, college, they're training after college, that's something that's going to rely on you and your expertise. I think it's a it's, it's a huge component of what we're missing as a profession, and it's a huge component to grow the profession down the road if we would just accept the fact that people want this. Yeah, right. It's not that we want to give it to people. We do, obviously. People want this, but we're not willing to give it because we're so stuck in this. We have to have a referral and a pain and a diagnosis, and it, it, it's huge for us. Trust me. Hashtag triggered. Right, well, that's so 2018. Okay. No one's triggered in 2019. Yet. <laughs> uh, Don't date the episode, Mike. Narrative and triggered. Those are, the, those are the big two words of 2018. I, I, we're talking about athletes right here, but I actually think it's silly that this doesn't apply to everybody because right. there's a lot of people out there that have lots of issues, and, and I don't I don't understand. Again, there's another trend building up here where you're like, oh no, we, we don't want to create dependence. We don't want to have people come see you forever and stuff like that, like like other models. I, I don't know how I feel about. I see that. my doctor pretty regularly. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I know you know I, I have relatives that go see the chiropractor every Saturday. I know people that get a massage yeah. once a month. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why like trying to take care of your body and staying on top of it would be a bad thing, right? Now, of course, if if you're if you're giving the wrong narrative and trying to trigger people's emotions in a new. <laughs> 
cubic wedge. Dude, I need that little emoji with the brain exploding all in one sentence. If you're doing that, that's really bad. But I don't. I think most people aren't doing that. And, and, and I and I think that when you when you treat from that perspective and, and that we're trying to maintain people, I think a lot of people are going to love it. I know all our athletes love it, and we actually have a ton of non-athletes yeah. that still do it. General fitness, They're right? We have a ton, ton of people that just want to feel better and work out better and live their lives better. Their kids up, right? So it's 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 different. If we can help them with that, fantastic. So awesome, great question. Two questions from two people from Live and Ma- that's what it is. Live and Live and Maddie, Liz and Maddie. Maddie. It's a Disney show. I don't know which one. But anyway, bizarre. Martin, check it out. Except for season three. Bad season. Anyway, uh, go go to micro.com, Click on that podcast link. You can ask us some more great questions like this, and head to iTunes, rate and review. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, head to mikerinal.com slash podcast and fill out the form to submit your question. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And please share this with your friends to help spread the word. It would really mean so much to us. Please check out all my online courses, articles, newsletter, and more at mikerinal.com. There's always a ton of great perks for my newsletter subscribers. And be sure to check for my other podcast, the Sports Physical Therapy Podcast, where I go deep into topics and interview leaders within our field. See you on the next episode.